Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for tuning in to our live broadcast. I am Jason DeMars, and we are going to be teaching today and going through the topic, Navigating Life's Seasons of Change. Uh, I received a question recently from a brother. He said, in the series on the training of ministers, you touched on leadings for the individual as opposed to leadership in the offices of the church. Uh, would it be a good subject to talk more about leadings to individuals, the importance and method of verifying the, that the leadings are from God? Thank you, Brother Steve, for that question. And just want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can send them to me at jasondemars.com or through any social media platform you're listening on. With that said, let's go right to our topic, and I, I believe that maybe a little indirectly, believe that this topic answers that question because uh, there's seasons in life where where change happens um, during during trials. Trials bring about seasons of change uh, for young people. Adolescence is a season of, of change. Graduation is a season of change um, for people uh, overseas. Perhaps like a refugee process is a season of change, relocating to another area, another place, moving, you'd say, is a season of change. Marriage is a season of change. Birth of first child is a season of change. And there's others, of course. Um, life seasons demand decisions be made. And in those seasons, we're not always in a condition where we can uh, wisely make those decisions. Um, that's the importance of having um, uh, a vision in life, a foundation in life. How can we navigate these seasons of life and the changes they bring in the most advantageous and scriptural way? There are three things that I believe we need to have in place when we go into these seasons of change. And if you don't, if you're going into it and you don't have it, that has to be your foundation. Number one is a life vision. We need to have a vision for your life. Two is you need to have a life direction or purpose, and then you can make life's choices. With a life vision, you can decide on a direction, then you can make life decisions. Proverbs 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. In the Smyrnaean church age, Brother Branham says, Oh, how important it is to hear the voice of God by way of his messengers and then say what has been given them to say to the churches. In this sermon expectation, he says, The preacher comes with the word and preaches it and lays it down and shows you it's God's will. Your life vision is your foundation. God is sovereign and his word is absolutely true. You need to have a burning desire for 
God. You need to be on fire for God. And next from that, from that being on fire for God, an intense passion to obey Him. Now, you know, in this foundation, you know, is, is there a lack of obedience, cursing, laziness, indifference towards others, prayerlessness, inconsistency, greedy, selfish, angry, um, being unequally yoked together with unbelievers. If you have those things in your life, you've got or you don't have a foundation. Your, your life is going towards destruction. Isaiah 58:11 says, "And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters fail not." And verse 12, And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell. Verse 13, If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call um, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then thou shalt delight in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. There, if we, if we have the proper foundation in our life, then the rest will follow. Do God's pleasure on, on the Sabbath. Go to church on Sunday. Fellowship with fellow believers. Don't do your own ways, but do God's ways. Surrender your life to Him that He might have His way. Then you'll be blessed. Next, we talked about was a life direction or purpose. This is an understanding of God's gifting and talents, your passions, that is, your purified holy desires. We need to know the mystery of His will for us personally. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord. That's the foundation. And He'll give you the desires of your heart. Your desires will be right. Your desires uh, will be purified so that your desires, your wanting, your, what you want to do in life, what you, what you have need of in life will be met. But first put your delight in the Lord. Seek His kingdom and his righteousness first. Then in life choices, we need to find the leadership of the Holy Spirit. These are the day-to-day -day choices. Not only the day-to-day -day choices, but the big life decisions. Where am I going to work? Where am I going to live? Who am I going to marry? Who, am I going to, who are my friends going to be? We need to learn how to listen, wait upon the Lord, and follow his leadership we have to learn how to weigh decisions by the word. We need to learn how to judge our own motives. What is our heart motive? And we need to seek godly counsel. In order to make good choices, we avoid quick and emotional decisions. We don't make decisions because someone else is doing it. 
We pray over our decisions and we wait, 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 wait until God answers clearly. Psalm 1, 1 and 2, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Are you looking to pop psychology? Are you looking to memes on Instagram and Snapchat? Are you looking to the advice of people at your work that are not Christians? Bless, you're not blessed. <laughs> Don't do that. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Be sure the person who is counseling you, who's giving you advice, who's influencing you, is doing it according to the word of God. If not, disregard it. Proverbs 4, 7, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy understanding, with all thy getting, get understanding. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lead not unto thine own understanding. It means you have to pray. It means you have to read the word to discern what he wants you to do in life. Otherwise, you're leaning on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear, fear the Lord and depart from evil. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? Don't. doesn't mean you, you can't have friends that don't believe, but you can't be on the same level with those friends. If those friends are influencing you, you need to cut it off. But if, those, if you are influencing and actively ministering to and sharing the gospel and constantly speaking of the Lord with those friends, then that's okay. But if you're not, be careful. I would cut off the friendship or separate it or seek to change it so that you're the influencer. Proverbs 21.5, The thoughts of the diligent tend only to plentiousness, but of every one that is hasty only to want. Hasty means to be quick. You don't wait on the Lord. You make a quick decision without consulting the Lord. That was David's great blessing and why he was a man after God's own heart is because he always sought the counsel of the Lord. He always prayed before his decisions. Proverbs 29.20, Seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. Again, hasty means to be quick, speedy, opposed to slow, eager, rash, opposed to deliberate. Be deliberate in your decisions. Be prayerful in your decisions. Seek the wisdom of God. Seek godly counsel. Proverbs 16.18 Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride refuses to receive advice and direction. Pride says, I've got it figured out. I don't need to listen to godly advice. And I'm going to finish with this. Brother Branham is asked this question in 1961. How do you feel is the best way to find the Lord's will in some important matters? He says this, I tell you, dear friend, the best way to find the will of God in some important matters is prayer. See? Now let me, here's a wonderful little thing here. If you have a, now if you have a matter that's very important, now here's the way I do it. I take it before the Lord. 
And it's always been my strength. I wait upon the Lord and see what He says. And I just let myself neutral to it. Don't take either side and say, now, Heavenly Father, it can... Of course, now in my case, most of the time, it's, if it's very important, I wait on a vision. But many people, God doesn't deal with in visions, so therefore I wouldn't advise you to do that because it's just some people that has visions and some does something else. Where you would, something else that I couldn't do, maybe in your way of serving the Lord, I do something that you couldn't do. See, God deals with us different. And so I would, if I was in your place and didn't have visions from before the Lord, I would just wait upon the Lord and say, Lord, now you show me what's the decision to make. And then, way you feel led to do it, then wait just a little bit. <laughs> then wait a little longer and see which way, which side you lean towards, which way the Spirit. Now say, now Father, in my heart you know it doesn't matter, but I want to know what you want to do about it. That's the way, you, getting a place of being neutral is what he's talking about. Getting yourself neutral about the decision not emotionally invested in either spot. Say, I'm neutral, I just want what the Lord wants. That's the condition you need to be in before you make this decision. That's the way I do about meeting sometimes. I feel kind of led to go this way or that way, then I'll follow that way. That's the way to do it, because it's in prayer then. You're doing the best you can. And I believe this, my friends, as Paul was in the New Testament days gone by, he was between two straits, which way he should go, and he started in the wrong road, and he got a Macedonian call. And I believe if you're making a decision for God, and do it the best that you can, I believe God will correct you, and don't see that you don't, and will see that you don't go wrong. I believe God will do it. Amen. I am just going to close up. With, with that. So uh, thank you for listening in. I'm just going to greet those who have greeted me. Sister Mai, God bless you. Shalom. Sister Cisa uh, from Hollywood, Florida. Florida, God bless you so much. Thank you for listening in. If anyone else is listening in, please say hello. Again, I'll remind you, questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can uh, direct them to me on any of the social media platforms that you're on or you can do it through jasondemars.com. Thank you for listening in. May the Lord... Oh, Brother Tony, God bless you. May the Lord bless you all. <laughs>